Welcome, one and all, to the Sound Wizards podcast. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? Thank you. Please find a seat. You won't be on that camera, so don't worry about it. Y'all are at the uh, Sound Wizard podcast live taping, so give yourself a pat on the back for making it out here. (laughs) So um, I love podcasts. I've learned a lot of things from podcasts. A lot of people use them in different ways. Uh, I had this thought to myself about what I would do next with music, and what I decided was I'll make a podcast, because there was no real music podcast out there that had real music in it. And so I had this thought, what, what if I could get the people that I meet in the music world to come and write music with me, and we would capture that and then share with people? Because I think that's actually really interesting to see how different people and different relationships cause different art. And so that's kind of the spirit of this podcast. So thank you guys so much for coming out here. Um, in a couple minutes, we're going to introduce our, our special guest, but I kind of want to give you guys a little look at what this thing is and where it's going. So we have every two weeks, starting this week, we're going to drop a new podcast. So uh, we're going to have episode one dropping in, in a little bit. Episode zero is out there right now. Just if you listen to podcasts, search for the Sound Wizard podcast. If you don't listen to podcasts, download something that plays podcasts, then search the Sound Wizard podcast. It's just that easy. <clears throat> there's no tax information that you need to fill out or anything like that. It's really cool. Unlike all those other podcasts. <clears throat> so what's different about this is that we have musicians coming up. And uh, for me, my life has been centered around music since um, I was probably 10 to 12 years old. I started playing music when I was 10. I fought my way through that endeavor until I was about almost 30 and uh, then realized I would never make it anywhere with it. And so I I stopped doing that, but I keep meeting all of these people who are more talented, more driven than I am, and and really interesting folks, and so that's what the podcast is about. That being said, let's get our first guest up here, our special musical guest, if he's ready. Everyone, ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause for Alex Alco. So the way that this works is that I uh, normally have a house band. Well, all the musicians that are part of my house band are killer musicians who are playing all over town. So my bass player is in Houston playing with Moving Panoramas, Miss Rosie Casto, who's wonderful. And then uh, traditionally our drummer, Mr. Mike Hidalgo, is playing with the Matt Gilmore band. So what we're going to do tonight is, in the same spirit of the podcast, I'm going to ask somebody to come up and play some bass with us here in a minute. And uh, it's going to be Drew. He didn't really know it was happening until today at about 3 o'clock. And because uh, <clears throat> I like it that way, it's more raw. Uh, <clears throat> so in a minute, he's going to come up and play bass with us. But he's never played with Alex. Alex has never played with Drew. Drew doesn't know what we're going to play. We don't know what we're going to talk about. We don't know what we're going to play. But the fun part about this is that We have devised a path of conversation that we think is entertaining. And by involving us in this and making each other play music uncomfortably with each other, we create beautiful art. So that's the chain we're on. I'll shut up now. Alex, (laughs) instead of just asking who you are, we will periodically ask you a couple questions and interrupt the music doing so. Start with when and why did you start playing music? Okay. Um... I started playing music at about age three. I was um, given a drum kit from a garage sale, and it's just a toy. And 
I don't ever remember turning back pretty much is, is the answer to that. I, I kind of became obsessed and uh, I've been playing drums since I was a very small child, but I, I got into uh, melody and other instruments when I was probably in middle school. And uh, yeah, now I just play them all at once. How did you get a drum set? How did your parents let you have a drum set? That was mine. That's what I wanted to do. They're like, here's a piano. That's, that's a great question um, because my parents are very supportive and they're also artists. They're also uh, musicians. And so they basically, yeah, went out and got the craziest instrument you can get a three-year-old, a very <laughs> hyper child. Um, what room in the house yeah. did they put that they, drum That's set? another great question because it was in another room. We had two playrooms. We had an extra room once my grandpa moved out and... Um, yeah, it used to be like, a, it strangely had like two master bedrooms and I was in there. So I did have a separate area just for me. A specific drum room. Yeah. <laughs> a but, specific um, crazy drum room. Yeah, exactly. As I got older and my drum kits got bigger, they just kind of took over our, what would be a dining room and, and things <laughs> like that started to, uh, to leave. But, but yeah. Speaking of drums, we usually start our first jam with rhythm and I think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make Alex play the drums. Because now that okay. I just heard that was his first instrument, I think, yeah. who, who wants to hear Alex play drums? Aww. Cool. And, and, you know, I think that there's a moment that we should uh, articulate, which is how Alex and I met. Uh, Alex and I did not meet because we're both musicians, strangely. We met because I had probably the coolest van ever, and I sold it to Alex. <laughs> Uh, he had actually this. had coolest van ever on the ad too, which was <laughs> a big selling point. <laughs> it was damn right true. Uh, so uh, I was trying to sell this van and I, I thought to myself, if I could just find somebody that understood what I was selling and understood what kind of beauty and, and pizzazz it has, they would get it, you know? And, and, and so I put these flyers up around town and Alex called me and when he came to look at the van, He's like walking around it and he looks at the back of the van. There's a, a Trouble in the Streets sticker on it. And he goes, oh man, Trouble in the Streets. Those are my buddies. I'm like, really? Like, then I named some of the people in the band. He's like, yeah, yeah, those are my buddies. I'm going to play music with them. Dude, full circle. I saw them here for the first time I ever saw them. It, during South By. Yeah, I saw them play here. That was a Black Fret South By party that they played the first time I ever saw them as well. Very interesting. They, uh, we, he, he says, oh, they're buddies of mine. And I go... Cool. And then I make some joke about the number of vehicles that I'm selling. And he goes, how many vehicles are you selling? What else you got? And I go, well, I own a 1986 white El Camino over there. And then he looks at me wide-eyed and he goes, I have a 19, no, I have a 1985. He goes, I have a 1986 white El Camino. And then we look at each other and I was like, this is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy that needs to buy the van. <laughs> I did not have enough money yet. But I figured it out. I figured it out quickly. Yeah, so that's how Alex and I know each other. So uh, the beginning of music is rhythm. That's what we decided. You know, it, it's built upon rhythm. So I'm going to ask Alex to get behind the drum set. Okay. Uh, there's another microphone back there for your antics. And while we do that, I want to introduce a, a couple other people that are helping us out this evening. I have Mr. Carter Greaves, the sound engineer. We also have the person who's the person who's. Uh, making the sound hit your ears right now is Miss Chris back there. Everyone wave to Chris. She's awesome. And the one who is creating the sounds that are hitting your ears later on when we release this is Carter. <laughs> and then my friend Allie is right here. She's running the live stream and all of this shenanigans over here. She's also in a really cool band uh, that's fronted by a young lady named H Hannah Barakat. 
They're a really badass, heavy rock band here in Austin. You should check them out. I saw them play at the Dirty Dog a couple weeks ago. Dirty Dog. So uh, I'm going to ask Alex to play a beat. And what, what we're going to do is, I don't know what beat he's going to play. Alex and I, Alex, how many times have we played music together? Zero. There you go. Uh, so Alex is going to play a beat. And then as he's playing the beat, I'm just going to start playing something. And I think that I'm going to ask Drew to come up here as well. So Drew Potter is, uh, is our uh, engineer assistant. He's the guy who, he's the last guy to not get paid on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also the hardest working guy. He brought his bass tonight. Everyone give Drew a round of applause. I wanted to keep him real nice and uh, uncomfortable for this. So I'm going to play an E so that it's easy for us. E for easy. How do you feel about that, Drew? I'm sorry, we can't hear you. <laughs> okay, Alex, why don't you play? And uh, Drew, if you feel something, you come in, all right? stuff, I think I need to make you tune that bass. Y'all okay with that? We're, it was never going to happen. We were never going to get there. I apologize. Dude, I'm in tune. Yep, there it is, guys. Why don't you come over here? Sounds like a good time for a drum solo, right? Everyone loves that. I'm just kidding. I'm just what kidding. What I'm going to do is I'm going to jam. I'm going to jam with uh, Alex uh, directly here. I'm going to turn up my stage volume a little bit. Is that all right, Chris? Me first still? Yeah, Me go. first. Thank you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was a jam. Sounded good. I'm really glad that you tuned so we could all be friends again. Hell yeah. Alex, I'm going to put you on the spot. And it sounds weird, but think about it and give us what comes to mind. Okay. Does anything surprise you about what you just did? Aside from, yeah. Hadn't played with these guys before. Um, man, I, I think part of my own personal like trial that if I'm a professional is to be expect the unexpected so no <laughs> good um, I Damn. also have never done a podcast and I, hopefully it's not just like my fault but I've never done a podcast where everything worked ever so we've never done a podcast we already got where, over that part well we've now, never done a podcast I mean? where it went wrong so uh, um, I'm holding a, a really good example of something that usually <laughs> doesn't work but it's still worth trying and I'm going to make you spin it. It's called the Wheel of Influence. And okay. this is a series right. of questions having to do with stuff that might influence you. Spinning the wheel. Hear that? That's the wheel. A memorable live show. Tell All us right. about a live show that you still think about. Cool. Can I walk back over there? I feel so <laughs> yeah. far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come up okay. here. Come on. Okay, hi. I like doing a podcast standing up. That's what I'm finding out right now. Um, a memorable live show that really rocked me was um, when I was about 12, I went to my first music festival, and that was OzFest 2001. And Is that OzFest, true? I that still was your have, first show? No, it's not my first show. Oh. It was my first music festival, oh. like all day long, you know. Mine was, night. mine was Uproar Fest, a Christian music festival in Central Florida. <laughs> Back to Ozfest. But yeah, Ozfest was wild, man. And I just remember uh, I'd never seen, like, I'd seen people go crazy at shows. But, you know, it's usually like during one song. Or it was like, you know, cool, they're, they're drunk. But at Ozfest, I was like just old enough to like be a young adult or 12, a tween, whatever. But seeing like people face painted and like body painted and like seeing people mosh and asphalt like crazy lamb of god was there they did the wall of death yes and, like my whole brain was just absolutely as well as the whole bands all the bands were great it was a legendary lineup and i mean um i saw black sabbath i saw um the show i was at dimebag daryl and vinnie paul came on stage and did a song with uh, disturbed damn and so i mean it was absolutely even at the time, I knew that it was really crazy, but even when I look back, I'm like, wow, that was an incredible, incredible. And they don't do festivals in the format that they did, did that like that anymore, where there's really tiny bands, kind of middle bands, and then like gigantic Ozzy Osbourne all on the same bill. Um, or even like ACL doesn't do it as well as I think that niche did it. What was the, what was the thing that actually put that towards your music? You know, like, what, what, what about that kind of thing that you took from that festival? Where do you find that in your music? Um, man, I, I, I think I just had the best time, and I was like, how do I do this again? And then I was like, wait, these guys are going to all these different cities doing this for, like, the whole summer? That's amazing. <laughs> how do I sign up to do that and get paid? Um, but no, I, I've, always, I've always really loved music, and I've always loved the... Uh, you know, from the first time that I was, I ever drummed and people were dancing or people were into it, just the, the energy, there's something about live music and live uh, 
performance giving a crowd energy and then it going back and just that beautiful cycle. I think I just experienced it so hard at that point that I was like, yeah, this is it for sure. I hear that. Um, before we jump into the next jam, technical question. What instruments are you going to be playing and do you think they had any of those at OzFest? Well... Man, actually, probably none of these were at Ozfest. I don't think so. That it's a lot. It's a metal festival. Can you so. describe? Can you describe for the people who are listening on the podcast what you're what you have in front yeah, of you? Yeah. It looks like a spaceship for wheels. For sure, this is my ridiculous setup. Um, here, I have a, a TV tray that I've modified into uh, being my music stand. My dad installed this cool metal stand, and I have my little synth, which has a bunch of sounds on it. And uh, I do this for like my bass and my cool sounds. And then I have a drum machine on the tray. And then I have a vocal effect pedal pedal that can do fun stuff like that for my vocals. And then that's my TV tray. Over here I have my bongos and uh, I have my guitar behind me. All of that is plugged into my looper. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the lowdown. Awesome. I uh-huh. I want to I want to say that you know the first time I saw Alex perform was at the super secret super inclusive free week art party here at the North Door on January 26, 2019. Uh, and um, <clears throat> what was surprising to me is I, I watched him uh, online a video of him kind of doing this loop station build music thing that is so impressive to see somebody do. And then when I went to see him live. Uh, he had a full band, and I realized how fluidly those two things actually transferred. It, when I was listening to what, what was going on, it, it didn't have the restriction of having to build those components one on top of the other. They just happened, and it was incredible. It was really incredible to see. First, uh, former podcast uh, alumni, Mr. Wyatt Corder, was, that was how we met him, is at the Alex Alco performance on that Free Week Art Party show. Hell yeah. We'll try and do it without any prep. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jam two coming up, and they all have concepts. This one's a two-part jam. So you're going to jam for two minutes. We're going to take a suggestion from the crowd. So phrase, key, you want to hear, feeling, a character you like on a TV show you're watching. Uh, they're going to play for two minutes. I'm going to stop you, talk about what just happened, and we'll go again. We've done this a couple times in a lot of our episodes, and we usually end up with almost a song. Almost a song. Um, all right. Who's got a... Who's got a... Suggestion, suggestion. could be anything. Could be anything. a sentence. Could be a feeling. Could be something you saw on a license plate. John Paul's running out into the audience, ladies and gentlemen. Art, what are you thinking about? Art Gressel. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Art. She's not really my mother. She's... What was that? <laughs> what you say again. <laughs> She's not really my mother. All right. So that's, that's our suggestion. Uh, Alex, I don't, you're starting it. We, we, say no more. Say no more? Say no more, That Alex, seems really hard, John start Paul. Start with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Just maybe tell somebody what key you're in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's do C. Okay. C. Good luck, Drew. And I'm just going to hard Thank stop you. you in two minutes. Okay. Yeah, I'll... I'll
can't hear that click, I'm just going to do this because it sounds better. I'm going to sing for this. as well as Carter, what we liked about that and what we should do more of, and maybe a little bit of what we should do less of. We, we just found a good hook right there. Oh, I know. That's, I was I know. about to hit the harmony. So, <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what? That's, well, we just, we just made a great hook right there. That's well, we're building off that's, of that that's, that's what I, my pick is. I like the end yep. of the hook. The hook. So that was what we should keep. Something about eyebrows? We'll come back with that. that? We'll come back to that later. What is the hook? You give us the hook. Come on. No, you had it right there. It's not. It's something about the eyebrows. What was it? It's what did you say? <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it's the eyebrows. It's the like eyebrows. We can, we can apply that lyric and that melody yeah, they're already learning later. That. Let's keep it. <laughs> Bookmark that. Put it, <laughs> we gotta, we know, this is what I think we should do. We should try to figure out what that build is. I think we should just do that build and then ask the audience to join us. I think that's what we should do. It starts off low, like we're questioning. It's the eyebrows. I, I just. Is it the eyebrows? That was a, that was a hard one to start with. Let's. What, was, we build. The, what was the prompt again? <laughs> She's not my mother. Yeah, so. <laughs> right? Here we are again. She's not my mother? Yeah. She's not really my mother. It's the eyebrow. Okay, that could be the turn. So At the end, tell. you're singing like, <laughs> she shaves the eyebrows. Drew, anything other than the, the oh, eyebrow? That's beautiful. That, I was about right. to start crying. You know, I was bringing up some emotion. If, you got, if that's enough for you guys to get back into it. Okay, I think we should just work on the build. What's the build? Give us the chord progression. I think you're working through it. Oh, man. Do you have it? Do you have what you think that is? F, yeah. Say in the mic. Say yeah. in the mic. It's just a C and an F. I was just keeping it simple, you know, pop material. And then what, what do we go to? What's the, what's the crescendo? Where are we going? Do you know? The eyebrows part? Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, let's just keep it. A, you're, you're really holding it with that one, that hook. Okay. It's okay. only a two-minute song. Okay, gonna, all right, all right. We need a bunch of parts. No, it's right? a jam okay. podcast. You can go as long as you want now. <laughs> oh, no, we have to do it again? We rented this place until 3 a.m., Alex. <laughs> No, now that part is just what we get to talk about. Now we actually get to build something out of it. Okay, let's do the let's do the build together. And let's start low and then go up. I can't hear the I can't hear the click in my monitor, so uh, let me just give you a beat then. Okay, then perfect. You can hear that, right? Perfect. I might move over to my mic then. 
I've been taking dance lessons ACC. They're free on the weekends. Sandra, Clarence, and me, we're in a group now. Senior Citizens Dance, I'm their leader. Alex. Without eyebrows? Please. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been a jam. That song is called 
Contemporary Edible Complex. Uh, sweet, Alex, I got another one for you. Usually people start this way, but we kind of keep it for the end. What are you doing with your music today? Um, today, as of the most, I guess the best thing I'm doing with my music, I'm kind of in a transition to do what True commented on, where uh, I'm kind of moved from this one-man band show primarily to doing the looping with a band. Um, kind of similar to this, yeah, just having more people play with me. And um, so, yeah, I'm kind of at a crossroads where I'm not sure if I should keep going by Alex Alco or if I should be one of those egotistical frontmen who's like, what's up? I'm Alex Alco. There's a band behind me. They don't get a name. <laughs> or, you could always do Alex and the... Oh, yeah, that's, that's where, that's where I'm aiming to. Alex and the Alcos. Yeah, I'm aiming to... Uh, you heard it here first, guys. And the eyebrows. I'm, doing, I'm aiming to doing uh, Alex Alco y Los Alcos because it is actually my family. Ooh. And, um, yeah, but the, the, uh, that's kind of where I'm at now. I think I'm going to kind of re-record even some of my best songs and, and do it in a new format, and I have new songs that I've been writing um, Primarily, the whole Alex Alco has been 100% my writing, but now I'm peppering in um, like my dad's uh, songs, and um, he has a very similar funk, Latin funk uh, thing, but it's more proggy and more hard rock, so it's kind of cool that we're getting that uh, songwriting in there. And uh, yeah, it's just my, it's my family. It's my best friends. It's my sister. It's my dad. So it's like one of those things where... Um, it just feels really important for me to do because um, I think people really like it, but be, even beyond people really liking it, it's definitely been like the best memories I have with my family. I've brought them into my world, and uh, it's not something that everyone gets to share with, with the people that they love that I'm really fortunate to do. Hell yeah. Anybody, anybody at the Swan Dive when he played? I was at the Swan Dive. If you weren't, feel the shame. Actually, I was going to ask... When do you play next? Do you have a gig coming up? My next show will be on uh, the 24th of this month at Cheer Up Charlie's. Whoop, whoop. And uh, I wish I could tell you if that was going to be with my band or, or by myself. But the other cool thing is I just pretty much say yes to any show that I can do. <laughs> and then like at the last minute or a week before, I'm like, oh, hey, everyone agreed to do it with me. Because they're all extremely professional people I'm playing with. I can just give them my chord chart, my song key, and be like, I'll look at you. And then Booking you agents disagree. And then they're like, okay, cool, yeah, I got this. <laughs> but, hell yeah. What, um, uh, what, what are those things that you were talking about? Could you show them to me later? Does that mean people play with you? You have oh, book yeah, charts I mean, and you're, you're, sh you're, char jars? You're, you're, totally, you're totally welcome to do it. I mean, sometimes I don't give them anything. <laughs> though, that's so, what I do. That's what yeah. we did tonight. Yeah, so it is, it is fun doing that, too, sometimes. <laughs> We have one more jam for y'all. The concept here is a challenge. And I think I'm going to let the crowd choose which instrument each one of the three of you play. Ooh. So who, what do we want True to play? Yeah. The synth? Ooh. Can you play keys? I can try. <laughs> he he Actually, can play the white keys. Let's start over. What do we want Alex to play? He's yeah, the guest. Who came to see Alex? I think he should play electric guitar. Electric guitar. guitar. Oh, you're throwing me, trying to throw me a curveball. Yeah, that's right. I like that. Alex, electric guitar. All right, All right I got you. <laughs> that frees the synth up for True. Oh, man. Drew, I feel like drumming? I'll, I'll drum. That is something simple that I can handle. Hell yeah. <laughs> I scared the living daylights out of a guy earlier today named Chad. Does Chad want to play bass? <laughs> Come on up. 
<laughs> Anybody feel later. challenged to play the bass right now? Anybody? See, Can we get a Chad like, chant going? You get that rumble in the bottom of your like stomach. It's like going <laughs> like this. We got somebody who's getting guilted into oh, it by like eight oh, women. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that works to me too, so. Um, and the way we always end these episodes is we don't. We just jam until we're sick of it, and then we leave the mics on and pack up the gear. So I'm done talking. We can enjoy one last jam. And thanks for listening. This has been the Sound Wizard Podcast. That was a jam, y'all.
somebody else, somebody else has to want to get up here. Anybody else want to get up here? Come on, I'll make it easy. I'll pick. I'll ch I'll take whatever you guys want. I got a I got a hand pointing and a pointing. Gross. Uh, pointing Jim Lewin over there. Lucky Jim. What do you want to play, buddy? Yeah, it's burning your drums. Come on, dude. You're you might be the best drummer here. We don't know that yet. You want to go to what? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right, y'all. I think at this point, we can officially crown Mr. Alex Alco an official sound wizard. What do y'all think about that? Yeah. Oh, I get a cape? Oh, what? Uh, yep. Super weird. Real James this Brown. is so much better than getting paid, actually. <laughs> just... Whatever. That's part of my superpower, man. I need a superhero song inducting me. Jim, while you get set up, when and why did you start playing music? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, heck, I had a, a kid in my neighborhood who was a pretty good keyboard player and a virtuoso. And uh, we found a drum set at a, at a yard sale, and he wanted... He wanted someone to be able to accompany him to listen to all, all of his songs. So he, uh, he said, listen, man, I, I need you to learn how to play drums. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we, uh, we chipped him. He bought a drum set for 20 bucks, put it in his basement, and uh, I became his. his no drum. pressure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> drums again, though. Two for two. First yeah. Also, you didn't clarify. Were you a kid, or is this kid just, like, bossing you around? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This was just last year. Yeah. <laughs> Points, right. Alex. That, was that part of the story. Official wizard, get. you're, you're going to earn your beard here any second. <laughs> All right, and on that note, Jim's starting this jam. Pick a rhythm, degree and a key if you want. Yeah, let's way, keep E or A. Just keep it easy, please.
Thank you. That was pretty fun. Anybody else? A little liquid courage, a little, how's your father? What do you think? Hold oh. tight. While someone thinks about it, I got a, one or two more questions for Alex and Jim, maybe. Yeah. Where'd you go, John? Hey, Jim. Um, in all the cities, in all the countries, of all the places you've ever played, what was the most interesting location? Ooh, good question, stranger. <clears throat> This is for me, right? Or for Jim? Both. That's for Jim first and then you. Okay. Um, I was in a band once that went on a, a tour for the uh, Department of Defense, like a USO tour to entertain the troops in faraway places. And uh, I played on an air base, uh, the Soto Cano Air Base in, uh, outside of Tegucigalpa, Honduras. Which I'm sorry, just give me all those words again real fast. <laughs> Well, you would only know Tegucigalpa, Honduras, or the name of this base if you watched the Iran-Contra hearings, mm. because that was the only time it was ever devised to the public that there was an air base in Honduras, because <laughs> that's where we ran the guns to the Contras from. Oh. Years later, they hired our band to come entertain the troops that were left there to Makes kind a lot of sense. mop everything up. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. U.S. entertainment. That's well, awesome. When we finished that gig, there was a 737 uh, right next door to the building that we got on that flew us to Panama for the next gig. It was just us and three other people on a 737 going to the next gig. That's amazing. <laughs> Alex, beat that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I got that beat. One time I was playing between two 737s. 
right, I don't have a beep, but, you know, apples and oranges. Um, the most interesting place I've played, I've played a lot of interesting places, but the story I want to choose to do is the place doesn't sound that interesting. It was just my uncle's backyard. But it was a very impromptu improv performance, very similar to like this, where I had no idea a lot of things that were about to happen. And I was, uh, actually for my surprise 18-year-old graduation party, so they're throwing a surprise party for me. And then they're like, we need you to play. And then I've just like had a bunch of alcohol. I was like, wait, you guys are throwing me a party. You just shoveled tequila down my throat. Now you want me to play drums. And then I was like, just, okay, cool. And my whole family is just like, it's like a door just keeps opening every other door I come in, more family comes. And I'm like, wow, this is really crazy. And so I'm like, hey, there's no seat, guys. I guess I'm off the hook. And they're like, no, you're definitely not off the hook. Hold on, we'll go find a seat that fits you. And they came back and my uncle, I didn't say this part, but it's important now. My uncle's a plumber. So they came back with a commode. They came back with a toilet seat. Like literally, that's the place that I played was on a throne, like a literal toilet throne. And then this is right before like iPhones and everything. So thankfully there's no evidence that I know of, but I was shit house wasted on the shitter, playing drums with my family. And I think I still did all right. And uh, that's you, beautiful. <laughs> Hell yeah. Didn't you say your band is now some of those same people? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> now my, my dad, who definitely played with me at that time. And, and uh, yeah, my family, they, they have always had this kind of fun, you know, we prank each other, mess around. But that was like when it got kind of real, because I was like, dude, I'm, you guys are treating me like an adult and a kid at the same time. Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> oh, did it have a trainer seat on the commode? <laughs> no, no, they didn't, and it was clean. It was, it was a clean one. Seat cool. down or seat up? I mean, actually, knowing my uncle, it could have been used. It could have been clean, but used at some point. You know, who knows? Awesome. Anybody else feel like Come jumping on. up here? Anybody else? I think there was somebody named Chad at some point. Well, Chad, Chad, we, we, I scared Chad. I was like, I'm coming for you, Chad. And he's like, I'm just want to hang out. Why you gotta pick on Actually, me? I was like, whatever, Chad. You're gonna get up there Chad, in front of everyone. I'll flip it, Chad. Who are you sitting with? Yeah. Do they play music? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, Chris. Could I get a little bit more of the? Is there any way to get this console through uh, this thing more? It's just me. It's I can I can help you with it. Well, help her with it. What do you want to play? Organ sound or like the, the, oh. Everyone, this is my friend Valen. She's in a cool band with herself called Valen Forever. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Very nice. And if I could do the this and oh, the that, that, or you mostly do that, and I'll do the this. Or whatever, you know? <laughs> we'll do this together. Hi, guys. Very fun. So I'm like having a sad day. So I dress in black. But I'm having such a better day now <laughs> that I'm here. <laughs> um, but I'm emulating Johnny Cash, too. So I wanted to throw that out there. You're an official sound leader. I am? Oh, shit. <laughs> For being unafraid and being a great volunteer. And to turn that bad day around. Let's give a round of applause. Yeah. Officially got way better. 
Yeah. That's a clap? <laughs> That's what I imagine like getting the clap sounds like. Hey guys, my young cousins are tuning in on Facebook Live, so can we keep it a little PG? Thanks. Whoa. Timmy. Tamara, sorry. Not on Mama's iPad. Should we even be drinking beer on that? Yeah, sure.
the Sound Wizard Podcast from Austin, Texas. I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. This title sponsor of tonight's episode is Tamaris Entertainment for providing that drum set and literally saving our ass about four hours ago. Thank you very much to Brandon Damaris personally. Thank you guys so much for coming out here. Make sure to check in and subscribe where you find podcasts. If you don't find podcasts, do it right and do it. Thank you all very much. We're going to leave this thing going and we're going to pack up and maybe some more music. Who knows? Thank you all very much.